Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Reclaiming Her podcast. I'm Brooke Belden. I'm your host. I am a human design manifester and mentor, a bit of a mystic and a homeschool mom. And I'm really excited to share with you guys on today's episode, an introduction to human design. I'm going to talk a little bit about what it is, how I got started with it, and then most importantly, how I use it in my own life with my kids and then with my clients as well. I think human design is one of the most powerful tools of our time. And when we pair it with emotions and our way of being, it can help us heal and it can help us flourish. So take a listen and I can't wait to hear what you think. Okay, I'm really excited to talk to you all about what human design is and really why I love it so much. I discovered human design probably two or so years ago, just following new people on Instagram, trying to get a little bit more dialed into the spiritual community, learning different aspects of what people are using in terms of energetics and astrology and divine feminine and really just trying to get myself connected a little bit more. And that's when I found human design. I had no idea what human design was or what any of the types were. The language was all so foreign foreign to me. And that's what I hear a lot from you all too, that you might look up your chart, but then it looks really, it looks really foreign and you don't really know what to do with it. And at that point to me, I was so burnt out on the Enneagram craze and constantly feeling like no test has ever really captured me that I dismissed it all pretty quickly. I just wasn't interested in learning about what, you know, what everything meant. And, and so I just dismissed it. But it was Instagram, again, that made it come back around me. And I think that's, you know, it's the small world of the internet and, and just really the small world of whatever our sphere is, right, that can do that and kind of come full circle. Someone was consistently sharing their type and uh, just other posts about their type and how much this method really was resonating with them. And and that's what intrigued me is that, you know, it's always interesting, right? Through people's stories, how we can get inspired by what inspires others. And so since this was just speaking so closely to them, I, I was like, okay, well, let me, let me take another look at it. So I actually was looking up my human design chart. And then when you pull your chart, again, it's like a foreign language. And so a crazy chart, like when you look at it, it's like this crazy chart with white shapes and colored shapes and numbers and lines all over the place. And it comes with some basic information when you pull your chart that talks about your design type and your strategy and your profile. But all of this was still pretty meaningless to me, like design type, manifester, strategy to inform, you know, all this different stuff. It was like, I don't understand what that even means. And so when I saw that I was a manifester, that's really where I began was just to get some basic research and understanding of what, of what it meant to be a manifester. And I, I mean, I, I have something called your profile. When you look up your chart, you'll get a number on your profile. 
And so mine's what's called a five one. Yours might be a two four or, um, or you might be a five one or you might be a, a three one. And so I, uh, I'm a five one. And one of the things of a five one is that you tend to want to go all in. You want to know it all. You want to get all of the information. You want to go as deep as you can. And so for a tool like human design, where there's a nice little rabbit hole for you to jump into, if you want to, uh, that just like, it just spoke to my little, it spoke my little love language. And so I was looking on Instagram and, you know, Googling and watching YouTube videos and just trying to get as much information as I could about what a manifester was. And once that basic, it was like in this most basic information of human design that for the first time in any self-inventory system, and what I mean by self-inventory system, again, is like the Enneagram or um, the Myers-Briggs or there's, so, I mean, there's so many out there, right? It's the only time that I actually felt seen. Like, holy smokes, this describes me in some of the most weird and nuanced ways that like, like the deep inner workings of your brain and of your soul. So for me, manifestors make up eight to 9% of the population and they have what's called a, it's known as a repelling aura. And (laughs) while this sounds terrible, a repelling aura, right? It all made complete sense to me. Growing up and well through my 20s, I had been told regularly that people thought that I was a bitch and were surprised when they got to know me that I was actually a nice person. And people would actually say this to me, (laughs) like on multiple occasions, they would say like, oh, I I thought you're a bitch, but you're actually really nice. (laughs) And I'm like, um, thanks, I think. So this was obviously not the best thing to hear, but clearly there was some vibe about me that was not inviting. And I, I mean, you know, maybe it's like RBF or something, but I don't even think that I have much of an RBF. And so, um, so anyways, this came in handy a little later in life though, you know, this whole repelling aura, it came in, it's come in handy multiple times in my life. Actually, a friend of mine just reached out to me about how she was at the pool with um, some, you know, other moms and they were giving her such a hard time about homeschooling and things like that have never happened to me. i never got, I never get negative opinions from people about really my choices, whether it was me being in network marketing or when I became a new mom and getting unsolicited advice about parenting. People don't talk poorly to me about, you know, really any of my choices. And I suppose that this is all because of that that repelling aura that I, and I just always thought I was like, maybe I'm just, you know, firm in my decisions. And so people don't, you know, pick on those that don't have, you know, that like where there's not an in, but I think that it's much deeper than that. I think that it's really this, the shield around me and this shield serves its purpose as it's designed. It's like beyond just to, you know, repel and to push that energy and to keep that kind of, I mean, negativity, if you will, away but really what it's designed to do, this repelling aura, is designed to clear a path for manifestors to create and initiate without any resistance. And that's really what manifestors are designed to do. They're here to initiate. And so they have the opportunity to initiate without any resistance, without any pushback or kickback from other people. And so, you know, it's coming handy for sure, but 
In other ways, not so much, right? In other ways, I've definitely felt um, disconnected from other people. And even people that I'm really close to, deep relationships, I still feel like there's this like distance between me and them. And and while I've learned now, you know, to adjust and to still value my relationships for what they are, you know, understanding this little nuance is been very powerful for me to not feel that lack inside, you know, to feel like there's something wrong with me that I can't get that real deep intimacy that I can envision in some of my relationships or, um, you know, just some of those or, or that, you know, I, I have this negative vibe about me that's pushing people away or that things that get, make them think that I'm a bitch. And so it's been really empowering to understand this information and to realize that it's like, you know, these little intricacies are are up about who I am. And I think that so much of any any inventory like this, any self-inventory or any system. And the reason why they're so popular and the reason why we seek them out and get information is because we do, we just want to feel seen and understood. And it's difficult to understand our inner workings. And so to be able to see that there are things that are really, you know, strengths of ours, and then there are things that are these I don't want to call them deficits, but they're just these like spaces, these open spaces within ourselves to learn and to grow and to, you know, to be a little quirky, if we will. And, and to know that they serve a greater purpose, I think is what's really been empowering for me is to see how it serves me. And that's how I look at all of this within human design, because I'm able to see directly from my chart what the strengths are, right? Like the innate strengths that I've been born with. And then what are these open spaces, literally open spaces that are both um, shadows that are here to be healed because they were maybe what's called conditioned in a negative way. And so we need to clear and release that conditioning in order to own our truth. But then also there's these open spaces that are designed to be here to grow and to learn, right? It's through the negative conditioning that, that we've learned what we don't want to do, right? But the opportunity is really to grow and to learn and to gain this wisdom in this lifetime. So beyond this, there were so many little pieces of me that I continued to question after my healing journey. Manifestors are to be big and bold and carve out new ways of being as we see things before others do. Well, I have absolutely felt this my whole life. I've chronically received feedback like I am not a good team player or maybe just the general feedback to girls and women to play small and not take up too much space. As a manifester, this was my permission to be my full self, which was, I mean, I can't, I can't express enough what that feeling and that ownership has meant for me to finally be able to stand so firmly rooted in who I am. As I dug deeper deeper into my chart, there were so many explanations for my way of being as well as my healing journey. Things like feeling like I just can't quite keep up with the pace of the world, my not self theme showing up as trying to please everyone. Like all these things just started to add up. These are key components of being a manifester. And when you dive into your chart, you'll see the, the differences that they're, you know, generators and manifesting generators are the ones that are the life force of the world. And so they really are operated to work at the pace in which society is working right now. But 
manifestors and projectors and reflectors have an open sacral center and they're not designed to work in that same capacity. And so if you're somebody who's experiencing chronic burnout like I was, you know, maybe you're one of those energy types. My open centers have often been very common themes for me for healing or feeling lack in my life. And those open centers are those those shapes in your chart that are white. And then of course our defined centers, those colored in centers and those the gates, which are the lines that connect the shapes, are have helped me really own these superpowers. The list really goes on. And as I dug deeper and deeper, I became more and more intrigued with this unique and powerful tool. And I, it, it's like, that's, that's the, like I said before, like if you like rabbit holes, this is one that you can really just sink your teeth into. You can learn a lot of information right away. You can feel validated really, really quickly. You can see your shadows really quickly, but it's also something to continue to play with and to um, contemplate and just to kind of let roll over you a little bit in and out and see how, how you experience it. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, what exactly is human design? Human design is also called the science of differentiation. Literally, it's the science that shows what each one of our differences are. And through that, our knowing and understanding of our differences is ultimately the path to our oneness and our wholeness as a collective species. So it's like, this is me and my unique brilliance. And this is you and your unique brilliance. And we're each going to own one of those and they're different, but you help complete me and I help complete you. And all together is where we create one. And I just, you know, when I think about this concept, I I just get chills dreaming of the possibilities of how we can use this. And, you know, once we dive into it and really start to understand it and seek our teeth into it and learn the language and all of that stuff, which is all available and becoming more prevalent right now, once we do that, the possibilities for healing, for collaborating, for building businesses, for just owning who we are in general, it, it just is transformational. So human design is also called the great human experience. And it's because, like I said, it's that opportunity to play with the information in your design experiment with it all and see which components really speak to you and resonate with you. What within your design gives you clarity and healing and what brings you ease and manifestation? And then what doesn't? You know, there have been parts of my chart and my design that I've included in my blog. If you go to brookbeldon.com slash blog, you'll see a couple of different blog posts that I post on there about different parts of my chart that maybe didn't necessarily resonate with me right away or that I didn't really like. And it's okay to let some of those go. There, there are parts of my chart that I haven't even really explored yet because they're just not speaking to me in that way at this time, but they might speak to me again at a later time. So with human design, the nice part about it is that it's not a forced system. It's not something that you have to like buy into. It's not, it's really there for you to play with and try out and to see how it works for you and which part of it works well for you and speaks to you the most loudly, you know, at this time in your life. 
So a little bit about like the background of human design and like what exactly it is. Human design is this unique combination and it draws from astrology, the chakras, I Ching, and the tree of life. It was founded by Ra Uru Ha in the 1980s and has gone through different phases of relevancy in our society with a transition coming in six years. And that's when there is a um, Pluto return. And so Pluto... uh, orbits around the sun every 247 years, I believe is the exact number. And that's when it will come all the way around again. And so I believe this transition is where we really go from the learning the foundational language like type and authority and really begin to use it as this transformational tool that it is. So it's, you know, I think it's really on on the brink of, of being a major system that we all use uh, regularly. So, you know, how is all of this important and relevant to you? So human design literally unlocks this map to our inner workings. I call it the map to our soul. And it's also, you know, then if it's to our soul, we also get a map to the soul of our children and our partners and our business (laughs) associates and really anyone with birth information, you know. So if you look at all the different people that you're working with in this lifetime, building relationships with, collaborating with, and how much more we can do this efficiently if we just understand each other a little bit deeper, it's like again, it just like blows my mind. So the parts in you that you questioned, the parts of you that you own effortlessly, the parts of you that you just can't seem to get a grip on, all the ways in which you make decisions and collaborate with others, all of this has a direct map of the way that it is just for you. So you get to see in details. It's like finally no more guessing, right? This speaks to me so loudly because I spent many years trying things that worked for others, taking their advice and then wondering what was wrong with me and that it just didn't work. It created such a feeling of lack and I chronically felt like just this feeling of deficiency inside of me. And then once I healed and at least accepted that I had to follow my own path, I still found myself getting lost by acting too quickly on my intuition when my authority is my emotional center. So, you know, intuition is something that we use regularly. It's a word that we're we're using very regularly and throwing around. And I think that a lot of times we have difficult ac- uh, difficulties accessing this and understanding what it is. And I was literally using my intuition, which in human design is known as your spleen. And that is a very fast um, system. The answers come to you very quickly. Sometimes they don't make a lot of sense. And if you have a defined spleen, that's still powerful information. It's still wonderful information to feed your inner knowing, but my true intuition lies in my emotional center. And so we all within our charts, we all have what's called your authority, which is AKA your intuition and your intuition is your true knowing, your true guide, your true company compass, your true authority of yourself. And it might be your ego. It might be your spleen. It might be your sacrum. It might be your emotion center. And for me, it was the emotion center. And so I'm designed with the emotional authority to ride out the waves of my emotions. And when I do this, oh my gosh, you guys, I land at such a 
better, firmer spot in my decision making. And so basically what that looks like is, you know, if I'm trying to make a big decision about work or about the kids or, you know, something else that's going on in my life, you can practice it obviously with smaller decisions to get it going first. It's to write out really how you feel and to ask yourself, how do I feel? And, you know, when you when you utilize your emotional center, uh, I'm sure if you pay attention, if you haven't yet paid attention, um, what you'll notice is that you'll get really excited about something and then you'll get kind of like, it won't be as exciting anymore. You might be kind of down or you might not like it as much and then it will kind of roll around and it's this wave. It's the kind of like this, it can feel like an emotional roller coaster, right? But that's okay. You're, you're supposed to to ride that wave, especially with an emotional authority. And it's somewhere in that steadiness and that like in-between state that where you can find your certain certainty after you've kind of ridden that wave a little bit, the highs and the lows. And sometimes that takes seconds, sometimes that takes days, sometimes that takes weeks or months and to really feel grounded. And sometimes it's just a matter of just sleeping on it, right? Like, so we're just, as emotional authority people, we're not supposed to make decisions in the moment. We're not supposed to be forced. We're not supposed to make a pros and cons list. We're not supposed to check our gut. You know, we're supposed to sleep on it and kind of ride out those waves. And when you do, I mean, for me, the, the ability to find confirmation in my decisions has really been magical. And then the satisfaction, not just the confirmation, then the long-term satisfaction in those decisions too. It's, it's really been powerful. So not only is human design the ultimate in clarity for the best way to operate your vehicle, it also offers you the opportunity to understand more deeply how others work in your life, like I mentioned. So then I pulled my kids' charts and I almost immediately let go of so much mom guilt I was carrying simply due to to the uncertainty for what was really best for my little humans, right? Like all sorts of different things, whether you're looking at um, whether or not they need a, a nighttime routine or a day, like they, they thrive off of a schedule, whether or not they would like to be busy or not busy, be in a lot of activities or not a lot of activities, whether they're going to change their mind a lot. Or, I mean, there's so many different nuances, the way that they eat, the way that they, their environment that they'll do best in, how they communicate and collaborate with others, how they express their emotions. I mean, all of this was available to me that I could really start to see and not have to question anymore. And I think so much of of our mom guilt comes from the the not knowing, right? The not knowing, the uncertainty of who we are and then who they are and then how the heck we do this whole thing together. And so again, like just when I pulled their charts, it was just so powerful to release so much of that because now I actually had the inner knowing and the proof obviously is not just looking at their charts and understanding the information. The proof is then seeing it lived out in real life with them. When some find human design, they leave it like I did, right? Others come in and take what speaks to them and then others will dive fully into the rabbit hole. And wherever you are in that space right now, after listening to this, I know it's the right spot for you. So if you listen to this entire podcast and you're like, cool, Brooke, glad it worked for you, like not for me, then great. You know, maybe you'll come back to it in two years like I did. Maybe you will never come back to it (laughs) and that's okay. Um, And then for some of you, you're probably like, oh, wow, this is really intriguing and this is really powerful and I'd like to learn more. And if that's you, then 
I'd like to invite you to go online and pull your chart. You can go to jovianarchive.com and pull your chart, or you can head over to my website at brookbelden.com and they will, um, and, and they, and I, I have a, um, link on there for your chart as well. But you also have the opportunity, if you go to my website, brookbelden.com, you have the opportunity to get a free training on some of that most important and most basic information like your design type and your authority and your strategy. So you don't have to Google all over the place like I did <laughs> and go unless you really want to, right? You might take what I um, have available to you and then continue to Google and that's okay too. <laughs> but, um, but but if this is really calling to you, I want to invite you to go and check it out, you know, and I think the, it, it, you know, the biggest thing about human design is just how well it's worked for helping me navigate my business, for helping me navigate motherhood and for going through some of the emotional healing and well-being that can be kind of confusing at times. And it's really brought clarity and confirmation back to myself. It's brought me home to me. And so instead of looking outside of myself all the time, like I once was looking for the answers, looking for what's working for other people, listening to other people to be the expert on me, um, that was just continuing to lead me in the wrong direction. This has really brought me back to a place where I am home within myself and I understand myself better than I ever have before. And again, that that self-understanding, not only is it great to be seen by others, but it's so great to be seen by yourself. So I hope this was helpful in getting you started on really just if it's your own human design journey or just sharing more about why I love human design and really how I'm using it to um, to work with myself and my children and with others and my clients. Um, I hope this was helpful for you. If you do go down the rabbit hole or whether you pull your chart or whether you um, you go to the, uh, the free reading, I would love to hear from you. Within the free reading, the free mini read, uh, there is a community available where you can share comments and you can ask questions. And I'm in that community as well. So it's just really a great resource and place to get started where you can kind of ping pong ideas and thoughts and feelings and, and manifestations and uh, actualizations that have all all that you've you know witnessed uh, and to share that within a group so that you can um, experience it and see how others are experiencing it as well. So um, so that's all there for you and I would love to see you over there and to um, to hear from you. Okay, I hope that was helpful and until next time. Bye guys.